Super Bowl Bites number three. Welcome to Gig It Up. And this is 2000 and is it 16? It is indeed 2016 Super Bowl, which is cold play at the centre. 115.5 million views, which is a number so wow. big at that point, I just can't comprehend it. Like my student, like my student debt. You don't even need to worry about it by that point. It's just too yes. big. <laughs> um, it's the 50th Super Bowl. Um, and uh, Coldplay's first time performing at it. Mm. First and last. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my, my main takeaway from this is that Coldplay own a bakery in North London. Coldplay are in a bakery yes. in North London. Let's yes. unpack that, shall we? <laughs> or does which, everyone just know what Nick's talking about there, in which case, fine. Uh, no, it was news to me. And, I mean, would you do you feel like Coldplay cinnamon buns are the way forward? <laughs> I would don't you? know what you're talking about. <laughs> Help me. Coldplay. Coldplay own a bakery. Coldplay own a bakery in North London. Yes. I live in North London. Well, yes. the boat is in North London. Tell me whereabouts in North London. I have no idea, but they oh own God. one. Would I... I don't know if I would avoid or be drawn towards that bakery if I knew. No, if those Coldplay. cinnamon buns are good, I'm not going to discriminate. I don't care. Cinnamon buns are the best. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and the other one is that I would probably... Like, one of Coldplay would get it. Which one? I don't know. But that's my takeaway. <laughs> I, I can't tell them apart. All white men look the same to me. But one, one of Coldplay of them, would get it. <laughs> not just, like, just because, not like the law of averages, but just because one specific one would get it. But, like... <laughs> um, do, you think, yeah. do you think one of them is hot? You know, Chris Martin is a lot of people's... Um, uh, oh, God, I've forgotten my words. You know... Cup of tea. Embarrassed. Embarrassing fetish is not quite the word I mean, but you know what I mean. <laughs> What's crush. your embarrassing, what is your embarrassing fetish? Oh, mine is Ray Winston. <laughs> like, and to be honest, anything that's been in Gwyneth Paltrow is not going in me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so no. And her um, air, air cleaned vagina. Oh, Jesus. Uh, steam steam cleaned that's it steam Paltrow cleaned. steam cleans her vagina and then makes a candle out of the remains allegedly we're going to have to edit that what do you mean allegedly that's goop her whole goop thing was that she steam cleans her vagina and she makes can- she makes and sells candles that are called this candle smells like my vagina wow that is not, that is not that is not libelous that is her brand it, and it works commerce. because i'm talking about it yeah it's that is capitalism that's yes. getting edited out <laughs> <laughs> although if we do get sued by good and poucher it might help our um profile a bit yeah that's true come on Gwynny, what do you got um <laughs> And you, moving on from libels. Um, so, we've unpacked a few uh, Super Bowl moments up to this point. We're on episode mm-hmm. three of our series of Super Bowl Bites. What are your kind of general Super Bowl thoughts at this point? I, I'm absolutely loving the format and the expression of um, limitless funds for art. Yeah. Um, 
because we uh, again we talked about this before and the fact that we uh, exist in a world where obviously there's lots of tight finances uh, and so certain things don't get made or certain things get made in a different way and it's seen as in a way empowering to sort of do DIY stuff but then you look at other big artists and I was thinking like sculptors like Anish Kapoor mm-hmm. or Maggie Hambling or Henry Moore and if they couldn't afford to make their sculptures the sculptures wouldn't get made yeah yeah you know and at some point you have to say in order to make this big thing I'm gonna need more money and it's yeah. just it's nice it's nice it's like watching Olympics on steroids like I would love to see an Olympics uh-huh. where anyone could take as many drugs as they wanted and then we just <laughs> see let's just see the limits of the human body let's just push it to the most extreme and this is basically the Olympics on steroids and I'm not using that as a metaphor I mean I want to watch the Olympics where people are on steroids <laughs> great i'm i'm into that too but um yeah i i suppose it is like the olympics of pop culture to an extent um you know everything is very trained everything is very like down to the second precise um but within that there's not a lot of room for you know being in the moment i think or or kind of expression that is present it's very like super super rehearsed and there's a lot of money involved but mm-hmm. um but as a kind of showcase for these these big artists it's kind of them saying this is what i've got world i think they're fascinating also we don't know how much control is going on behind the scenes because everything has to be run through the nfl for their the nfl's approval first and historically uh, there has been it's been a ground for non-controversial and non-challenging art yeah and anything that is remotely controversial gets basically sued millions mm-hmm. which um we'll go over in this because um his uh, his their Coldplay's guests are Beyonce and Bruno Mars and they 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 push at the the NFL yeah. box if we were in a Kate Bush or David Bowie mime piece that would be <laughs> Beyonce just in pushing gently against the box trapped in the box of NFL's <laughs> yeah making. I mean you know it was interesting because Katy Perry who we looked at last episode she she was at a conference pre the Super Bowl and she was asked who her favorite team was. And her response was, Hey, I'm just here so I don't get sued. So I think that, um, I think that clearly there are things that they have to do as part of their kind of Super Bowl commitments that yeah. maybe they're like, I don't really give a toss who wins. I don't care, which seems to be what she yeah. was suggesting. But presumably, <laughs> if they don't do these things, then there's like breaches of contract that they're going to be massively. They must be. Yeah, they're going to be got. They're going to be got financially. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this. What are your thoughts on Coldplay in general? What's your previous experience? I've never liked them, and I've been googling why does everyone hate Coldplay because they are um, they're probably the most hated band I can think of. Um, maybe along with maybe U two, but that might be just the people I hang out with. That hate you too, and have a sort of the hangover of when they they decided everybody would get a gift of their album for free on, oh, on yeah, iTunes. Yeah. Still hanging over is sort of overshadowing the Joshua Tree era. But I'm I just I've never liked them. I've never found them exciting or moving or interesting, and they just remind me of a 
being young in the sort of early 2000s and I feel like music went from sort of 90s boy band to white men with guitars being sad about things and I just don't know what they had to be sad about because it was like a pre-recession Labour government time when being a straight white man was probably fine and there was just a lot of sad um, yeah, music sort of being made by the same sort of man at that time. Yes. Their original name was Starfish. Oh, actually, before Starfish, their name was Pectorals. Pectorals. With a Z. Pectorals with a Z. Like pectoral muscles, but with a Z <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I mean, probably best they let that one go. How about you? you? What's your relationship with Coldplay? Yeah, similar. They're not something, they're not a a group or music that I would gravitate towards. I mean, doing a bit of research into their sort of influences and where they've been experimenting the last few years, there's a lot of kind of crossovers with things I do like. Like they list Kate Bush as a reference. They list My Bloody Valentine as a reference. They work with Brian Eno. So there's, there's sort of like things in common I have with them, but somehow that doesn't mesh into something that I would actually want to spend any time frequenting with my ears or face or eyes. Yeah. And there is something to be respected. You know, they write all their own music and they play their own instruments. So that's the thing that you're into. And they also change. Like every album they've made has pushed uh, against what Coldplay is. Yeah. You know, they've made sort of more electronic or more rocky or weirder and work with, you know, like you said. Um, so there's, you know, something to be respected. But I don't care, Nick. <laughs> I don't care. And they also bake their own bread in their bakery every day. <laughs> they also bake their they own don't bread. Do they also they, they give they do give ten percent of their profits to charity and always had. Yeah, I'm sure. I th- I feel like they're probably decent human beings. But they're probably quite a lot like the people we know. They're probably maybe it's too close to home. Maybe yeah. this is self hating. You just see like a, a British person. You're just like, oh god, I'm Jamie Oliver, aren't I? <laughs> We're all Jamie Oliver. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> um, uh, can, I, can I be Nigella Lawson? Um, uh, or, or Fanny Craddock. I'll be Fanny Craddock. <laughs> <laughs> you, can take, you can take Fanny. I'll be Fanny. Um, I, yes, I hear what you're saying. Um, I think also it's just the kind of straightness of it all for me that I'm just mm. not that drawn to, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that but equally like what I want to do slash wanted to do but found it slightly impossible was go into this with a with a with a open mind to being having my perception changed okay I mean also they don't need us Nick they don't need us they're one of the world's biggest selling bands they have sold over 100 million records right so not everyone hates them A lot of people like them. I mean, a lot of people like them, and that maybe again that that might be why people hate them because yeah. uh, people hate on people who are doing well. Yeah, possibly. And they and they and they think, why aren't I doing well? And I, why I think I talented. Why aren't I married to? <laughs> Trump. I think also that um, you know their live ex- as a live experience. I think they do put a th- lot of thought into their live experiences, and they spent four point one million on. Uh, on bracelets that were given to every member of one of their tours, so every audience member um, that sort of changed, lit up and changed colour that was sort of 
so it's only kind of impressive. Yeah, I've got friends that went to that tour and said that they weren't really bothered about Coldplay, but as a live experience, when it's a full Coldplay oh. concert, they, it's worth seeing for the spectacle and the effort, and that Chris Martin is a good frontman, and that they're a good they're a good band to see live. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that said, let's get into <laughs> let's get that, into that said it. <laughs> This is live, but it's also, we are watching it on telly. Yeah. And it looks like some someone's dad in a long-sleeved tee is going to do some... And that's the end of the show. from the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Kick It Up. No. So, okay. So we uh, start with um, sort of a flower thing going on. Yeah. Um, there's sort of... Uh, it's kind of like almost rainbow and um, i get a little bit when there's rainbow flags and like again the straightest band in the world but there's a sort of rainbow it's and then sort of psychedelia then, yeah sort of psychedelia but then there's like the drummer is also in what could almost be like a sort of temple like yeah. of flowers they're sort of like i don't know well, the like theme Buddhist temple the theme was glastonbury festival the theme was Glastonbury Festival. Yeah, so the idea was about like bringing the experience of Glastonbury Festival to the Super Bowl. I've never been to Glastonbury, but I know that Coldplay um, do not let anyone in the band take any drugs, and if, they, if you get caught taking drugs, you'll be thrown out. I just think they are lacking, and I'm not saying I can think taking drugs is a good idea. But I think what they're lacking here is the dark underbelly of any festival experience yeah and also yes on one level like i've i've been to glastonbury quite a lot i've performed at glastonbury and on one level there is a lot of kind of sort of tie-dye kind of psychedelic colors it's a you know there's a lot of that going on but on the other level there is you know you can find all these kind of bizarre interesting strange things going on and that, and so for me this is like the kind of um glastonbury kind of this is like the diet coke of glastonbury experiences sort of like a children's area yeah it's basically uh, yeah it actually is that's entirely it yes you've got it boom it is the children's area at glastonbury festival that they have created at the super bowl yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yes if that was their intention, they were very successful there. That wasn't their intention. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Chris Martin is kneeling, singing a bit of yellow. bit of yellow, and then a sort of crowd. A stampede. A crowd within a crowd. So you get the people in their seats in the arena, and then a, a faux crowd who are yeah. there to sort of give it a live gig feel. Yeah. Running like a, like a wildebeest stampede. But yeah, and he looks a bit unsteady. Like, I think perhaps he wasn't quite aware that they were going to be so close and running so fast and screaming so much. Because <laughs> yes. he looks a bit taken by they surprise. Dressed, they dressed them all in black as well, which is, it's not, yeah. it's not, not threatening. I mean, I wondered uh, if when, they would, they'd heard Coldplay were playing and were trying to run out of the auditorium, but no. They're running towards the stage. They're running towards him. That must be quite intimidating. Yes. <laughs> people run towards him. Um, and then we go into Viva La Vida. Yeah. Uh, which is the next track. It's sort of more of the same. It's like um, Chris Martin in his long sleeve tea. And he, then all these sort of plastic flowers. Um, yeah. And he's, you know, he's 
Skipping around. It's plastic flowers. It's jumping around. It's being kind of... It's a bit children's entertainery. It looks a bit redundant to me. Like, if we think about the people that we've seen already in this and the people who've gone before, I don't know if just someone jumping around to Dad Rock cuts it. It's it's not enough. I mean, that might be great in the sort of arena, like in the huge... I'm sure they play Wembley. Yeah, yeah. And that that and those big anthems that people are like, and these swooping, sort of like, I don't know, that get people in the heart in certain ways, and you could be like, oh look, my wristband's changing colour, yes, and be into it. But when this is the year after Katy Perry, and Katy Perry also followed like Madonna, for example, yeah. and they're you don't again, you don't have to like I was saying that previous episode i don't think you need to be like a triple threat incredible dancer in order to be a compelling artist but it'd be nice if they were doing literally anything yeah it's that thing of you know whatever you think about the katie perry uh show we've, we went into that like there are a lot of ideas in it and there's a lot of shifts and changes and thoughts there isn't a lot of ideas in this there's one overarching idea which is like glastonbury festival kind of you know for the mainstream and it and i just i just don't know if like being enthusiastic is enough you know (laughs) yes i do know um i've also i I just thought i've also written my notes for this is this the one that goes rule the world is that the one i don't yeah um i've got and bearing in mind i went into this trying to open-minded i've got horrible Psychedelic. (laughs) (laughs) Open-minded, Nick. Horrible psychedelic light file reductive nonsense. Those are my notes. Okay. And um, I think that's very objective of you. Yes, I was. That was me being open-hearted and open-minded. You've been non-emotional. So then we're into the next song, and uh, and Chris Martin says something like, "We're all in this together," or something, which again feels a bit like a. That's a Tory slogan. I mean, maybe that came later, but that feels like a horrible Tory slogan. Yeah, and he's—I think he's—he's talking about the audience at home, but he's also talking about um, he's had like the youth orchestra of Los Angeles have arrived, um, and the University of California marching band who are marching around in again what looks like something from a children's show. It's like orange and bright colours, yeah, and it does look very children's show esque, yeah. Yeah, and then there is obviously a line upon which you can tread either side where you are kitsch and cartoony without being a children's presenter yeah and they're just um they're not on the right side of it no and i don't know how um, you how you get to the point where you're being like a children's presenter when surely this went through a lot of people and someone would have said yeah. this isn't really giving us glastonbury it's giving us it's giving us children the animal cr- 90s children's cancer Ni- yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So then we are into... Um, so that was... So we go Viva La Vida and that goes into Paradise, which is where the marching band uh, joins us. Um, They're playing saxophones, my least favourite instrument. They're pretending to play <laughs> saxophones. Is. It's like a double whammy of awful. <laughs> double whammy. And then we have Adventure of a Lifetime, which is another Coldplay hit that I'm unfamiliar with. And um, yeah, and then we've got I mean, like this... Rainbow Flowers. This whole performance gets completely 
shredded by the press yeah. by the way i mean not completely like the the guardian in the uk gave it four gave coldplay themselves four stars but the new york times who have always had a problem with coldplay oh. uh, said chris martin is more stagehand than performer which is true he does a lot of directing of the crowd that is true and, just, <laughs> and points out that the band are in white and gray and black and they're surrounded by color and that this is a metaphor for the entire feeling of the show oh, yeah um, I, I think but, it, I mean they've, in a previous oh sorry you go for it well, I was just going to say I feel like it goes a bit this moment feels like it goes a bit carnival in Milton Keynes <laughs> uh, what do you mean by carnival in Milton Keynes are you thinking like Zippo Circus and one of those teacup rides I'm thinking I, it's like you know when they're like oh let's bring the carnival flavour to a small town and okay. and there's floats and people dressed up yeah. in like psychedelic flower outfits which is essentially what this yeah. is that's basically what I mean Someone's ordered a hippie costume from uh, Party Central. Parties, parties, babes. (laughs) Parties, babes. Dot com. Parties, babes. Dot com. Basically. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, now I want to say I've never been so happy to see Bruno Mars. Hey, hi, Bruno Mars. Here he comes. Oh, the adults have arrived. (laughs) The the tiny little adults are here. (laughs) Um, So we see um, following. The Adventure of a Lifetime, some special guests, um, which is firstly Mark Ronson on the scratchy. Mm-hmm. He's such a cool DJ behind this desk. And Bruno Mars doing the live vocals. I think live vocals. I think live vocals and song. also dance, like it's some slick dancing. That He's got dancers with him. They're all wearing kind of black, kind of wet look tracksuits. Yeah. It looks kind of, it looks really stylish, I think. I think this looks brilliant. Yeah. I don't. I don't care. I've never really cared for Bruno Mars, but I maybe it was just a relief after Coldplay. But this was joy. This whole dance routine was joy. Yeah, I think so. It was, like a, it was a tight formation. There wasn't loads of them. It's not like he's thrown loads it's of like cash. Five, at this. It's like maybe yeah. five dancers. Yeah, five male dancers with Bruno Mars just nailing it and having a wonderful time. Yeah, it's, it's fun. gorgeous. And you, I've already forgotten that Coldplay existed. <laughs> Well, here, let me remind you that they're coming back (laughs) and it's going to be awkward. So then we're in, so then there's, um, so there's there's Don't Believe Me, Just Watch. And then, and then, oh my goodness. And then we have, then the crowds part and uh, we have the sort of, the infamous, the famous uh, performance of Formation by Beyonce and her Black Panther Oh, and I want to be just genuine here for a moment. Like, having watched this very anodyne thing, which I found mildly offensive, like, just (laughs) awful, horrible, psychedelic nonsense that was the Coldplay set, when Beyonce came on, I've not watched this before, I couldn't help but get really quite emotional. I'm feeling quite emotional now. It was such a... Oh, oh yes, cry. Oh. <laughs> it was. It's just so. It's political. It is just. She's singing live. She's. She's a. I mean, she's a phenomenal performer, of course. Um, the strength, the power. It's just stunning. I think. So let's. Do- Let's describe it, um, if anybody hasn't had a chance to watch it, that you can watch it along on YouTube easily. Uh, but it's basically Beyonce in a sort of cross-fronted uh, black leather jumpsuit thing, which is based on Michael Jackson's outfit that he wore, I think, for the same 
event for the Super Bowl where Michael mm-hmm. Jackson did yep. it. So there's sort of like a her- hereditary king of pop, queen of pop nod to another uh, black superstar already. And then she has, in military formation, uh, a sea of black female dancers who are all wearing Black Panther berets and big afros and... They are marching and dancing um, and they are doing Formation, a song which is a brand new song, which nobody does at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Nobody comes to the Super Bowl and is like, surprise, you don't know this track. Yeah. You do your best of hits. Yeah. It's so the um, it's incredible. The incredible status play of this yes. is well, something I appreciate. Well, so we've talked about status in the previous episodes and I yeah. do feel that like Chris Martin as the front man is fairly low status throughout and then Bruno Mars brings it up, and then Beyonce is just like, boom, highest status possible yeah. from the second she's on. So we have this uh, incredible, like, basically, uh, black power song. It's a really subversive song as well. From a brand, brand new song from this. So she just dropped the video, like, this a couple of days before, and the formation video includes, like, very clear references to hurricane katrina and police brutality and all sorts of references like that so this is beyonce going full political yes in on on the biggest stage she could possibly do it's incredible and nailing it yeah absolutely nailing it and the thing also about this that is kind of interesting i think is that uh, it does come out of the friendship that chris martin and beyonce have and they'd actually collaborated yeah. on a song so so this this doesn't sort of come out of nowhere and that the fact that sort of Beyonce is friends with Chris Martin makes me think that maybe maybe there is something else there that we're not seeing. <laughs> but um, he's probably a really nice guy. I think guy. he's probably a really nice guy, you know, and actually probably much more aware than we're giving him credit for. It just I don't know why it doesn't come across in a way that interests me. But um, the fact that they are sharing the stage essentially with Beyonce, although it's not sharing, she just. She's just like, it's my stage. Um, you know, <laughs> and I've come to take it from you. Come to take it from you. Goodbye. Come to collect. It's collection. The collection time is here. Yes. Like when you go to pick up our Domino's pizza. Exactly. Slide it through the door. Goodbye. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we so we go into formation. It's amazing. And then we go into this kind of dance off between Beyonce and Bruno Mars, which is again jo- I- joy, joyful. Oh, it's joy. And actually, as you bring up that Beyonce and Chris Martin are friends, so Chris Martin tried to convince Bruno Mars uh, to come and do uh, the Super Bowl and he and that he could partner up with Beyonce and Bruno was like, oh, I don't know if Beyonce would agree to this. I don't know. And apparently Chris Martin video called Beyonce there uh-huh. with Bruno Mars and was wow. like, oh, hey, girl. <laughs> I mean, and she went, oh, yes, Chris. <laughs> that's kind that's of cool. I mean, I mean, you know, yeah. there's something going on there that perhaps doesn't quite translate in the yeah. in the Coldplay section of it, but Beyonce being there is phenomenal. And then I really enjoy this dance-off between mm. uh, Beyonce and Bruno Mars and their dances. It's really fun. <gasps> my my favourite bit about this is there is a, a stumble, Beyonce stumbles and jumps back two-footed and recovers from uh-huh, this tiny uh-huh. little stumble, which is just, oh my God, my heart. Yeah. I was like, oh, please don't fall uh-huh. over. And then she nails it. Uh-huh. And not a flinch across her face. And she still looks like she's having a great time. Oh, love her. 
Yeah, in her enormous heels. Oh, she's amazing. And actually, actually Bruno Mars said um, in rehearsal, so they're at the stage when they're at like two days to go for the Super Bowl, that Beyonce was just backstage eating a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> and Mars, Bruno Mars was like, oh, is that what you're going to do? And Beyonce said, there's nothing more we can do these last two days. It's going to be what I'm going to, it's going to be. So I'm going to enjoy this bag of Cheetos. Now, I don't know if she was being sponsored by Cheetos in that conversation. <laughs> but... Awesome. but also that speaks of someone who is as a performer, able to be in the moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that I think is something that we haven't necessarily seen in some of the other Super Bowl performances we've looked at, like, because they're so, so deeply rehearsed. And so it's interesting to hear that she was like, you know what, I know what I'm doing and it's going to be the thing that yeah. it's going to be. And it was flipping awesome. And I guess that's why she's the king the queen of everything right she's the king and the queen and the the prince whatever and comes underneath them everyone and the the platinum prince of everything because if you're performing and you know you're performing to 115 120 million people if you if you don't get in your head about that you must be some sort of weird genius yeah and there can't be that many weird geniuses like there are people who are incredibly skilled like shakira and j-lo yeah and katie perry who can deliver a show like that, but there can't be many people that can deal with the psychology as well on top of it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, guess she's, I guess Beyonce is just one of them. Just one of them. And also, second stroke of genius is that the advert that came up after this Coldplay performance finished was uh, for Beyonce's formation tour. <laughs> the ball's on that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, she announced her formation tour in the advert yeah. afterwards, which must have been pricey. Yes. Doesn't doesn't need the money, does she? But also, like, how about saying, "Oh, by the way, I, I owned this." Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, um, you want to you want to you want to see more of of this? You want to see more? Okay, well, <laughs> fine. Here we go. Here's some tickets. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. Um, so, so, so we're on fix you up at fix you. We've had a little bit of like crazy in love nods, which is the a riff Great. from the shy lights. Uh, sort of. Bah, 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 yes. The I'm a woman, which is the it's shy lights uh, it's taken from which is amazing and loads of fun and there's just some, like you said so much joy between this like dance off between Beyonce oh, and Bruno Mars and energy and just <laughs> and then and then Chris Martin's back <laughs> and then Chris Martin's back um to do the finale which I think um is called Up and Up oh it is that so it's called Up and Up so the final song also, the finale is called Up called, and Up but it also contains elements of Clocks which is a Coldplay track Midnight, Independent Woman Part One, Just the Way You Are, Purple Rain, and Beautiful Day. Oh so yeah, like because a, there's flashbacks to ba- basically what mm. we're not really watching what's happening on stage. We're seeing flashbacks to kind of memorable moments from previous Super Bowls. Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. So we have yeah we have this big mashup medley uh, which is based based on Up and Up, and that features Beyonce and Bruno Mars and Chris Martin, and Beyonce sort of got her arm on Chris Martin's back, like, come on, granddad, everything's going to be all right. Like sort of bringing the nerdy kids yes. to come and hang out with her. It's all <laughs> right. You can sit with me if you, you like. You can come. In. Yeah. Uh, today you're allowed to sit with me is basically yeah. what it feels like a bit. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, isn't yeah. it? Because it is a Coldplay gig, but it, it's, it's very interesting about status and, and presence and, and all of these things. And yeah, you, you know, you, my eyes are on Beyonce. Yeah, and I think we'll do uh, the big Beyonce gig at some point in its full length. Yeah, I'd like to do that for sure. 
Um, so we, and then we are out. I found the I found the the photo montage a little cloying, sort of cloying, pointless, unrelated to the theme. Uh, a bit of a cop out considering it's supposed to be a live show, and what, for example, like Katy Perry did with the finale it wasn't just show like a slideshow. <laughs> and it's a bit refer- sort of referential of the Super Bowl yeah. in a way that we're like, okay. Okay, and then at the end, there's like he gets everyone to hold up a sign that says like love, like be like love is life or believe in believe believe in love. love, Believe in love. Oh, I mean, like if there was ever a statement that doesn't fucking mean anything, (laughs) believe. Okay, okay. Well, is that that fix everything then? Does it, Chris? Do you know what the trick they missed there was? That Cher should have popped up and done a bit of Do you believe in life after love? That's the trick they missed. Mm. Oh my god! We should have. Shares if only missing. we had directed this, that's what would have happened. <laughs> yes, I mean, it, there would have been a number of other changes as well. Yes. But we're not going to so say. you know the gig that you're doing, Coldplay. Um, you're not going to be in it. Is that okay? Great. Okay, bye. That's basically my note. Um, so uh, we are out. Urgh. Was a shorty but a goodie. Yeah. I feel we we I would like to say that I think um we we didn't want this to be a complete hate watch of oh. Coldplay. And I I do I, I I think maybe also as well as watching a full Beyonce thing, we should maybe give one of their full <laughs> on your face. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to get me so drunk to do that. Be a real pleasure. If that's what you want, that's what you'll get. Okay. Well, if uh, if anybody wants to hear drunk Nick slagging off <laughs> Chris Martin for longer than half an there hour, was actually, send us a little message. So there was a moment that I forgot to mention, which I thought was quite nice, where the band kind of like all face towards each other while they're playing and singing, and I and I and in that moment I thought, oh look, they're having a lovely time. But then I remember that moment, and I just thought, oh look. There's 115 million people watching you. You don't want to give us a show? You just want to stare at each other, do you? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've chosen to do that, haven't you? Do you know how many people are watching? Um, did you know that the song Yellow was inspired by the Yellow Pages? I did. I did know the song Yellow was inspired by the Yellow Pages. This is what I mean about the early 2000s. We had nothing to worry about. That is so, <laughs> so true. Chris Martin could just go around being like, what shall I be sad about today? The Yellow Pages. Oh, what are, oh the Yellow Pages. Here's a song about that. <laughs> Nothing's ever going to go wrong for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I feel... Oh, he doesn't care. He's fine. He doesn't need us. He, he, they don't need us. And also, like, we did approach... You know, I feel like we approached it with uh, open minds. Yeah, sure, yeah, why not? We did that. Um, as, as far as far as anyone knows, as far as anyone knows, that could be that could that could be true. Yes. Um, so, general takeaway. General takeaway um, is uh, an interesting one about presence and maybe the, the step up into genius that Beyonce has, which um, the, the revelation of in, in, including how you can be present in the moment and not worry about... Yeah. I'm sure she gets nervous, but being able to detach yourself from the 115 million people watching yeah. and eat a bag of Cheetos two days before you go on stage. Yeah. 
great. It's quite a thing. Yes. Also, Bruno Mars. Maybe I should give Bruno Mars a bit more of the time of day. Yeah. Because I enjoyed that. I enjoyed his moment. Um, for me, I think it is uh, like, don't half-bake your concepts. You've got a bakery. Would you half-bake yeah. your, would you half-bake your <laughs> croissants in your bakery? No. So don't half-bake your vision of Glastonbury. <laughs> That's... <laughs> that, oh, that was perfect. That would be my message <laughs> to Coldplay, should they wish to have it. Well, would you like you. to hear some ri- <laughs> Would you like to hear some riders to sign us off? Oh yeah, let's have the rider. Let's have a little, little rider sign off. Um, here is Beyonce's rider. She's a, would like a VIP dressing room maintained uh-huh. at seventy-eight degrees Fahrenheit, whatever that is. The Americans and they uh, private bathroom, obviously, she's cleaned. <laughs> Okay, yeah, fair enough. How how demanding. (laughs) She would like a juicy baked chicken leg, wing and breast, seasoned with fresh garlic, salt, black pepper and cayenne pepper, heavily seasoned in capitals. And Hmm. actually, interestingly, she is not allowed to drink anything that's not Pepsi product because of her being sponsored by Pepsi. Wow. In case case there's any photograph with a competitive competitor's brand but she is allowed to drink snapple <laughs> back to snapple, <laughs> they love the snapple. Um, because snapple are not a threat apparently because they're they're produced by schweppes who are owned by cabri but apparently a cabri slash schweppes are so little a threat to the pepsi corporation that she's allowed to have snapple okay wow <laughs> and coldplay coldplay yeah um hmm, they have marlboro lights and socks Oh. Cotton socks. Oh well, you you don't want your feet getting peaky, do you? You want to keep them toasty. No, you, you look a clammy toe before you go on stage. Oh, there you go. oh yeah, I get Mom, a clammy toe. Mom I can actually that, that might go on my rider as well because I do get a clammy toe. Actually, me too. A cotton sock, a fresh laundered cotton oh, sock. To yes, please. Ooh. Yes, take like inspiration from all the different riders: drapes, cotton socks, socks. snapple. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking with me about Coldplay's Super Bowl. I think this is our, the last in our series of Super Bowl bites. So, yep. to our dear and beloved listeners, do go back and listen to the others. And we appreciate you and thank you for listening to um, our shows so far. Yes, we've been Gig It Up, and you can follow us, Gig It Up Podcast, on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to leave us a little review, it really, really helps us with the algorithms. So we'd appreciate that as well. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. See you for the next one. Bye. Bye.